Welcome in, guys, to episode 82 of the Chillin' for Our Lives podcast. I'm your host, Electricity Wave, and today I'm joined by Stadium Beats, the producer, the part-time streamer, the gamer, the luscious locks-er. Locks-er. <laughs> uh, and we... Yeah, we got a great episode for you guys this week. Uh, normally, we like to, you know, have a bunch of different things going on, but this week is all about Apex. We got the Season 9 launch. We're going to talk about what we think when it comes to the Legend, the new Arena mode, the Bow, the launch, um, and we got some community questions and some rapid fire. So if you guys are interested in that, stay tuned because we got a lot coming for you. Uh, but before we get started, how has your week been since Episode 82? Um you know, we got that new album out. We got the stadium album. How's that been going? How's music, life? How's everything been going? Did the did the album come out last week? Uh, was it last Friday? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. Okay, so there hasn't been an episode. Okay, yeah, the album's out. Ooh. It's it's doing great. Sounds great. Good. I get good. I'm getting good feedback. Um, I'm getting some feedback. Like that's the fact that I'm getting any feedback or any streams at all is still great to me. Mm -hmm. um it's doing well people seem to like it i still like it which is always good yeah. um uh yeah that's been great uh, every i had a huge car repair a couple days ago mm -hmm. that sucked or just yesterday i think mm -hmm. um that sucked i hate cars so much my um yeah cars suck yeah i love driving but i hate cars my um my car and my wallet are always or my car and my bank account <laughs> are always just like they're connected by the soul so just my car always knows like, oh, he's doing really, bank account's doing really well. We got to go, something's got to go wrong. Um, so I've been dealing with that, but it's okay. I got it all taken care of. It's all good now. Good. Um, yeah, cars, man, cars will legit ruin your week so yeah. easily because like, it's isn't it so dumb how a car costs like say two, three thousand, we'll just say like a used car costs two, three thousand but you take like the engine out or like a couple wheels and that shit costs like half the car. It's like, how the fuck does this, all this put together costs like two, 3000. But if you take all the parts out, it, it costs like 12 grand. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, the, all these mechanics be charging out the ass for labor. That's the problem. Yeah. My, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't fix a car. I don't know anything about cars. So like I, I'm at the mercy of whatever they charge, but like oh. my, my fix was uh, I got new spark plugs and new um, ignition coils. I think all parts was like $240 or something like that. And labor was $355. So it's Jeez. like I'm paying more for them to fix it. This is probably why when I was younger and I first started driving, I still lived with my stepdad who's a mechanic. So it didn't seem like that big of a deal. But now he lives way in Florida and I still live in Michigan. So I'm not driving down there to get my car fixed every time. Huh. Uh, right. So it's the it's the labor that's a real killer. It sucks. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy how the the labor's like literally what you're paying for. And if you know mm -hmm. somebody like a mechanic that can just like get the parts, then you're saving like sixty percent of the money right there. Yeah, yeah, so much money. Um, uh, I want to ask for something real quick before sure. we. Uh, you said with the album, you put it out, and you were like, "I still like it." How do you feel like? Isn't it weird when you put something out created like creatively, you know, especially with music, you're like sitting there for hours and hours, like going in your car, test driving it to hear it in the car, like all that stuff, tweaking it. How does it feel when you actually put it out? Do you think that's when your true opinion comes out? Like when you can like see like, you know, you can see it on Spotify and listen to it there. Like, is it, how does it change like your view on, on like your work? Uh, by the time it hits Spotify, I'm pretty sure I already have a set opinion on the song itself because mm -hmm. if I don't like it, then you won't see it on Spotify. So mm -hmm. I've already like at least have a pretty good set in my head of this is good or I like it or I enjoy it. So other people hopefully do. Um, but yeah, it becomes more real when I see it there. Um, I actually like I can see it, see the artwork, see my name yeah. on it, see all the track titles. I can push play. And it's it real. Goes, yeah, it's real. Um, seeing other people like say things on it. I, I, I'm lucky enough, I guess lucky and ugly, unlucky enough to where my listenership is pretty small right now. And a lot of them I know personally. So mm. um, I haven't had some like really bad feedback yet. Like I've never right. seen a comment of, wow, this sucks. Or like, why did you put this out? Or I've, I've never seen a comment like that. 
hopefully I'll grow and get bigger and those comments will be plentiful, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. like, so it's nice. I, maybe in the future I'll put out an album and then when it starts, when I start to get like real criticism of the songs, then I might rethink it or whatever, but there aren't any, so far there's no songs that I regret putting out. Um, everything is still pretty positive right now. I hope it stays that way, but mm-hmm. that's just not realistic. I don't think. Um, right. But yeah. How's that influence like future work? Like, do you want to just always do something new now? Like for the next album? Yeah. I, I've got a pretty good space of what I think my good sound is of like the kind of songs that I'm good at or what kind of music mm-hmm. I listen to that I like to make. Um, but I do like to experiment a lot. Like on this newest album, magic pixel is way different. Um, yeah, just random, <clears throat> random songs like that. Like on this next one, I would, I want to try to do something like super, like heavy, maybe not dubstep, but like a raw, heavy electronic song, if that makes sense. Kind of like a heavy metal song, but in electronic form. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I do, I do like to experiment and want to try to do something ridiculous. Like that's the best part about music is there's no rules at all. Like especially now. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, and I don't have to clear it with a label. I don't have to clear it with a person. I can just like right. do anything I want and put it out there. Um, like on the on the on time to grind the song on the newest album there's a part at the end where i kind of just go crazy with the drums and there's like a double bass part that goes really fast for just one bar and i was like this kind of sounds out of place or like why is it only one bar or it sounds weird but i listened to it over and over again and i was like but it sounds dope so i just Mm -hmm. left it and like there's no rules so you can just do whatever you want and it's a lot of fun yeah with like creativity and like you know, producing something or making something, it it's mostly about feel, you know, like how does it feel? Mm-hmm. Does it feel right? Rather than, especially with music, because, you know, that's like emotion is a huge part of, of music and the vibe and the, just the overall mood that it gives off. So it might not be technically correct, but if it sounds good and it, you know what I mean? There's, I feel like there's infinite, you know, routes to take with music. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's always new stuff. There's not always, I don't really know how melodies work. If they always has to follow certain rules, but kind know, that's of, always been interesting. Yeah. And not without going in detail, obviously, cause that would take forever, but like you, you're in a key. So you have specific notes that you want to fit in that key. But other than that, you can go crazy. There's no, mm-hmm. like there has to be three notes in a measure or whatever. You can literally do whatever you want as long as it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only like rule, I guess. And the reason why that's a rule is because the human ear can tell that it sounds bad. You know, yeah. like if you're in the key of A and then you use a note that's not in that key, it's you're not breaking a rule, but it sounds bad. So you don't use it. It's so weird it's, how that even works that way. Yeah. Human anatomy. Imagine like some like anteater or like a hippo listening to music and it's off key, but it sounds good to his ears because his yeah. anatomy is different. You might think it's a banger. Yeah, like imagine some like artists that like totally just never made a hit or any good music. Like everyone just didn't like them. But then like he played it in a zoo and they were just fucking bopping to it. <laughs> yeah. All the chimps <laughs> are going crazy. The hippos yeah. are flying out of the water. Yeah. That'd be cool. Like be- uh, Tyler, the creator on Cherry Bomb, uh, like the album Cherry Bomb and the song Cherry Bomb, that song is totally distorted to hell. It sounds like... I love Tyler, but that song sounds terrible. It's like he took a distortion plug-in and cranked it. It sounds like everything's way too loud. It's just a wall of noise. And I like listen to it and I'm like, what is this? But he obviously likes it and thinks it sounds good. So he put it out, but it's just so strange that he would make that decision. But I'm sure there's mm-hmm. tons of people that think that song's sick, but yeah, it's, it's just- weird to me. It sounds just, <laughs> it sounds like he's playing his MP. It sounds like he plugged his phone into a guitar amp. And then it's strumming. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It just sounds fucked up. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um. So other than the album, you know, what's what's been, you said you got your car fixed. Anything yeah, else? I mean, that's basically everything. I've been watching Dr. Stone. That's really, really oh, good. Oh, I want to start that, dude. Yeah, if, if you're fans of anime or have an interest in anime, it's a, it's a great non-action anime. Like there there mm-hmm. is action in it, but most popular anime like Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, Dragon Ball, things like that, they're pretty action heavy. Like there's a fight in every episode. They're usually bloody. People die, things like that. This the focus for this anime is not action, but it is in it is very very good. Um super mm-hmm. quick synopsis. The it's the end of the world. This random light shot up in the sky and it petrified every single human on the planet 
turn them into stone. And then one, one character finally comes back from it. Senku 3,700 years later. And he is a genius. It's basically like, like Google is in human form Damn. woke up. Like he's a genius. So he is, he basically has to try to restart humanity by himself. And it's, it's really, really cool. I love the routes they're taking with it. It's great. Damn. That, that sounds awesome. I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah, it's very good. It's it's easy to watch. Just going from one episode to the next, it's keeping me like, it, I just every time an episode's done, I want to watch the next one. It's it's awesome. There's only there's one complete season, which I think has twenty four or twenty five episodes in it, and then there's a season two that I guess is ongoing right now. I'm not sure because on Funimation there's only like seven episodes, and it I doubt mm. it's only a seven episode season. But right, I guess I'll find out when I get there. Yeah, so it's shorter than Death Note. So that's so far. Yeah, yeah, that's a good sign for me because <laughs> I don't, I don't know about five hundred episode animes. It's just yeah, it, yeah. It's definitely it's not one piece <laughs> or something like that. It's very good, right? Uh, that's sick though. Yeah, because I've I've gotten a lot of recommendations for Doctor Stone because everyone in my community kind of knows I'm like big on space and just like existential stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's very sciencey. Um, there, there's some space themes. It's like the stone age. So they're obviously not like trying to build a rocket to go into space or something, but it's just, it's very sciencey. It's great. He, Senku has like his little quirks. Like every, every number is 10 billion for him. Um, like there's a 10 billion percent chance that this is going to happen or, (laughs) and he always says, get excited and everything is one millimeter. I don't know. He has his quirks. That's really cool. It's just, it's a great show. You want to know something scary that, that just reminded me of what? There's a, I literally was just like, my dad had the news on and I was downstairs, uh, like getting ready for the pod and stuff. And apparently there's like this Chinese rocket that could re-enter Earth's atmosphere and it's out of control. It was an accident. What? Like, yeah. And it's like a real thing. How, it says how the, big is this rocket? Uh, I'm not sure. The pent- It says the Pentagon's tracking an out of control Chinese rocket expected to t- crash into Earth. And we were watching the news and they were talking about it. And they literally like they they talked about it or whatever, and then they were just like, "All right, anyways, Joe Biden," and they just like switched it. I'm like, "Dude, we could die." Yeah. So, so I hope you guys are listening to this tomorrow, and we're not all. Just, well, I mean, a rocket obviously isn't going to blow up the planet. I doubt it's that big, but like, it could land on a house or something, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. They. I mean, we have seventy percent of the Earth is water, so like that's true most likely it's going to land they said somewhere in like the uh pacific ocean the specific oh, ocean okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the specific part of the specific ocean um okay well when i would think maybe they're trying to like track it and maybe they'll shoot it out of the sky with a missile that'd be cool they did say that a couple hours before it like enters the atmosphere they said that the u.s military could shoot like impact shoot something at it i'm just like what the dude. fuck dude they better let us know because we can i gotta watch that they, yeah, they better let me know because I got to stream. <laughs> yeah, we'll make a TikTok of that. I got to make a TikTok of the rocket. Yeah, now, does that NASA have a TikTok? Uh, they should. They probably do. I'm sure I feel they like do. Everyone does. Yeah. yeah. So if NASA has a TikTok, I don't know if NASA would be the one blowing it out of the sky. I don't know if there's missiles over there or not. But <laughs> they're just hitting the wall as it fucking is coming down towards <laughs> Earth. <laughs> I have no idea what that is, but it sounds hilarious. <laughs> hitting the wall. Yeah. I can't wait until I'm like 70 and I hear what some of these kids say. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I dude, can't wait because I, I don't want to be 70, but it's yeah. going to be funny. I remember being young and just like thinking, damn, some of the shit we say is so random and doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's just so much stuff. Like cap, that doesn't make any sense. Like yeah, when people sense. say, oh, that's cap. Like where, I don't even know where that came from. I originally thought it was from like people saying like kappa, like sarcastic, like, oh, you're lying, you know? Oh, yeah. That's where, that's how I like put two and two together. But then I was like, no, it's, I don't know. It's from something else apparently, but yeah, slang, I feel like a lot slang of, is so weird. a lot of slang comes from rap songs. I feel like because they always have to yeah. rhyme something. So they're mm-hmm. just like, because rappers are cool. Like inherently they're cool for whatever reason. Most of them are. And they always have to rhyme something. So they'll just say like, well, this word rhymes. So like, that's just what I'm going to say now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That, yeah. that might be way off. I don't know. They're at least they're not going like. It's, shizzle dizzle and stuff like snoop dogg did and did and is making up actual like language <laughs> yeah <laughs> call it that. yeah i feel like a lot of it is either brought back from like a random 1950s trend or mm-hmm. like like just repeating itself or it's just like yeah someone just made it up in a song and they're just like doing it now yeah just saying it just doing the well <laughs> yep but 
I guess before, before we move on, we've been 15 minutes in. Oh uh, I won't talk too much about myself. Uh, basically, just been super pumped. This kind of lead us into the topic of the week. Super pumped for season nine. Uh, had a, a lot of high hopes for the new, the new legend. Valkyrie looks like, I don't know, from what we heard, she was going to be pretty OP, just like based on what we saw. Then I got to play her, and turns out she's fucking OP. She's uh, crazy good. But yeah, season nine, man. So Apex has been known for this game that I don't know for what reason, but they cannot have an update. Like for mm. some reason, their update is in the same code line as their servers and it just conflicts with it or something. Like it always affects the servers. The servers are always buggy. There's like, you can't download something. Once you do, you can't connect to the server. You can't find a game. The store is closed. Shit's unlocked or shit's locked. It's just like, it's just like astronomically terrible. Their updates. Yeah. And, and it hit an all time high yesterday. Yeah. Season nine comes. We're at like literally one o'clock. I'm just like, all right, you know, I'll get on at like one fifteen. You know, I'm not like too, I'm not too worried. I'll like download it, you know, make sure I can get in. And as I download it, the download, by the way, took, takes forever for me and a lot of other people. I don't even know why. Yeah, I was so seeing it was, that a lot, too. It's so weird. Yeah, it was like an 8 gig update, and it took me like 15 to 20 minutes. It should take like two minutes. Yeah. And uh, so me and you were getting in a call. We're like, we might as well wait, you know, and the servers are down. And we're like, fuck, dude. You know, mm -hmm. they'll probably fix it in five to ten minutes. Well, two hours go by really really quick sorry before i don't want to cut you yeah. off but really quick before you get too deep into the day i had an additional problem that i always have with a new uh, season update is whenever apex has a major update it conflicts with my uh, some kind of anti-cheat thing conflicts with my, some program i have in my computer um not hmm. sure which one uh, i've scoured the internet i've talked to respawn i've done everything i can possibly <clears throat> do they think that it has something to do with my um steel series lighting software but i no longer even have that installed on my computer so i always have to whenever there's this new season i have to download the update try to play the game it'll tell me that my anti-cheat isn't letting me play the game delete the whole game and re-download the entire game so that that's wow. four seasons in a row and i've had to do this <clears throat> damn yeah, they okay, better be so, paying your internet bill for that shit oh my god i know if i ever go over my data cap then i'm gonna be hitting them up mm-hmm uh, okay, that, sorry, you can continue. No, that's crazy, but uh, yeah, season nine, they got a lot of stuff coming. We had the new arena mode that they were teasing was mm. super hype, a 3v3 mode with like team deathmatch kind of, or like elimination, single single life, and there's like an ecosystem where you can use your crafting metals as money to buy guns, so it's going to be a very like strategized game mode. They're going to shrink the maps down. Like I'm loving the idea. Mm -hmm. Um you know, the servers, I don't know. They're completely fucked the first whole day. And even part of today, uh, people were having trouble with the store and just redeeming stuff. So mm -hmm. I, it, I think that when I think of like, when I think of Apex servers and just like what's going on in like Respawn, I think of SpongeBob when he's trying to learn how to be a server and everybody in his <laughs> mind is like fucking trying to find the files where he doesn't even remember his name and it's on fire. And the guy's like, I have a family. And then it, like, it, that's the respawn when their servers are going down. And I just think of that because like, it's so weird that you would think that they would be able to figure it out, but you know, obviously, or be, at least be prepared for it. I feel like every launch now, they, they need to just have an entire team. Just like, I, I don't know, man, it's too complicated for someone dumb like me to understand, obviously, Same. but I just, I don't yeah, know why they don't, I, I can't figure I, it I out. Don't, I don't know. I don't really know either. So it's like, uh, um, fuck, where was I going to go with this? Um, oh yeah. So they hit, they hit an all time, fuck my mic, man. They hit an all time mm -hmm. player count, uh, yesterday on steam at just under 300,000 players playing at once concurrent players. Um, wow. which is awesome. That's great for them. And that's just steam. That's not counting origin PlayStation and Xbox. So switch and switch, I guess too. if you want to count <laughs> switch, but, um, they, I've, I don't know if I've ever looked at an Apex breakdown of like where most players play, but my guess is that PC isn't the highest. I guess it could be, but my guess is that it's not the highest. It probably goes PS4, PC, or PlayStation, I guess it'd be PS5 and PS4. So it's probably mm -hmm. PlayStation, PC, <clears throat> Xbox is my guess, Switch. And then 
So all of those together, there's got to be well almost a million players playing, like maybe seven, yeah. eight hundred thousand. That's a lot. So I don't know if it's purely numbers of we have our servers prepped to handle six hundred thousand, and oh shit, we've got seven hundred thousand. I have no idea if it works that way. It could just be we have new. It's a new season, a new update, so it's new code, and the way that this code has to connect with the server and communicate back and forth between each other that always breaks. Literally, don't have a clue of how it works. But mm-hmm. they should have a clue of how it works, and they clearly don't because it never, ever works properly on day one, ever. Never. Never, it's, ever. It's so sad, too, because, like, a game like Apex, they have so much potential. They're, like, I think Apex is, a is like, hitting their prime of, like, the most, like, when people look back on Apex, right now is going to be where they're like, damn, do you remember, like, season nine, like, until mm-hmm. whatever season, like, that was the prime of Apex, and yeah. it sucks, because they have all these new people coming in from Switch, they have the mobile thing going on, which, I guess, it's it's, so, it's its own, like, separate entity, and they have their own skins and rewards and stuff, but... I just like for the brand of Apex, like it's really sad to see because I see so many people coming from Warzone, which is like people are saying is really stale right now. Even with the new map, uh, people were kind of like eh, about Valorant. So in Fortnite too, like Fortnite, they're they're all thriving, but like there's a lot of people trying to like test waters in Apex because yeah. it's it's the hot game right now. Yeah, it is. So for a game like Apex to have like this letdown of a season launch is so sad because they're like they could be capitalizing on all these new players and being like hey we have a great game and this like this is the new season you have all this new content new legends like uh, new changes with the map new game mode so you know they have this mode where you know people hate are getting sick of br they might not hate it but people are getting really sick of the just br trend so that the fact that apex has this arena mode is just like a lot of people were probably interested like damn because i've been hearing a lot of people talk about it because you know valorant is like the team like base game that people play you know with that intense like clutch this secure the bomb uh search and destroy type of mode so the fact that apex has this i think a lot of people were excited about it but i don't know man like you said the other day like i'm just I'm in the same boat. I'm not expecting them to have a successful launch until they prove it pretty much. Yeah. Like it's like, well, next season is season 10. So they've had 10 chances. So they probably have it down now. I know they don't. I really <laughs> don't think they will. Like we'll have to have two successful season launches in a row before I then yep. go into the third one with only like a tiny worry. But right. season 10, I totally expect to be a disaster. Um, which is just like i think maybe it was just last week we were talking about how they should do a live event or something they should not do a live event or something it will not mm-hmm. go properly it'll just be a huge joke um it'll be it, it'll be bad i don't expect it to go well so they need like in the future sure do a live event but get an update down first yeah. um yeah so they need to do that but mm-hmm. like let's say you're a hardcore warzone player and you know of apex just because you're in like the gaming community and you know about uh, Apex, all the hype for season nine. You load up at one o'clock. We loaded up. I didn't get into my first game until like three fifty, I think, Eastern yeah. time. So that's two. I'm at someone that's never played Apex before. They're gonna be like, dude, fuck this game. I'm going back to Warzone. I'm not sitting mm-hmm. looking at this loading screen for two and a half hours, uh, mm-hmm. almost three hours. So yeah, I'm sure they lost people. It obviously didn't tank the game or anything. Mm-hmm. No, they could go down for a week and it's not gonna tank the game. Um, I think mm-hmm. I looked right before the we started recording and they were at like 256,000 concurrence or something on Steam, um, which is, you know, astronomical. Um, it's no Counter-Strike, they, but it's high. What were they at the end of Season 8? I'd like to know like an end of Season player base. Uh, I, I could check because Steam Charts goes like from day to day, but I, it might take me a bit. So I don't <clears> know if like we can go over it maybe the next next pot right. or something. Uh they were okay actually no i already have it they were right around like two hundred thousand. okay so for yesterday to hit two hundred and ninety one thousand, that's great yeah yeah that's that's a huge increase for an ongoing game that's over two years old now um ever evolving adding a new character that's always exciting their trailers leading up to this season have been phenomenal so um, good yeah so i think i really think they nailed so much of the game outside like even just outside of the game itself they're starting to nail basically everything with the lore they're doing events so much they've got so many cosmetics now they've got um a comic book coming out soon 
art books, mm-hmm. um, all these trailers, every social media that's active. Uh, th- they started doing that dev deep dive thing with the net code. Um, so many things that they're doing. And then yesterday was a disaster, but I think it's going to be okay. And at the end of the day, as long as it matters that the season is good, which I believe it is, that's what matters in the long run. Would you would you like to talk about the new content in the game, or would you like me to, to present a question uh, regarding Apex? Uh, I want to hear your question, and then we can talk about okay. the content. Okay. So what I was thinking, I wrote this down right, you know, right as we're starting. In terms of esports, because now that Apex has this arena mode, we're definitely going to see ranked at some point. People are loving arena mode. It's uh, I think it's already been data mined that there's a ranked mode in, in arena. There's just not a timeline for it exactly yet. Um, actually, no, someone did say, and someone told me in chat yesterday it was in, what, June? Yeah, I saw the Apex News Twitter, which I know isn't an official Twitter. Um, they said like summer, I think, or June, somewhere in there. Okay, so it is confirmed. Um if there becomes an esport, which I think there there probably will, uh, what do you think people enjoy watching more when it comes to esports? Do you think people enjoy the BR like play style and format, or do you think people enjoy the team based single life mode like arena? Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess the only from what I've been able to see, the only major BR um, esport is Fortnite, right? Like Apex, yeah. Well, I guess Apex has the ALGS, but that works. Doesn't that work a little differently? I don't know. It's it's still a BR, it's a BR at the end. Of the, yeah, it's still yeah. BR at the end of the day. Um, like going by longevity, I think an arena like team based mode works better as yeah. an esport. You can do whether it's because you can do actual tournaments. You can have teams going up other going up against other teams like one on one. You're you know like three v three or whatever, five v five, whatever the game is. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be one life, but, uh, right. like Valorant is right now. So that's like a huge Valorant is a huge esport right now, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. I think if apex were to do both, like if there's an apex league of arena and of BR, I kind of think that the BR would still do better just because it's the main mode, but mm-hmm. I don't think the arena would fail or anything, but I think overall, more people would enjoy an arena style esport than not. But I don't think it's by like a huge majority, maybe like 60, mm-hmm. 40 or something like that. But that's just right now. Uh, in the future, that's probably going to change. I think we'll go back to an arena because it's just the arena has more longevity because we've been having, we've had arena games for decades now and BR is still a relatively new concept mm-hmm. um, in the gaming space. It is. Um, yeah. When it, I agree. Like I think with when it comes to team base, like single life modes, like one team versus another, the thing that makes it so much more intense is that there are a lot more clutch moments. So at a BR, there's all this like it's basically like a tease all the way up there, edging you, edging you, edging you, edging you, and then finally there's top three, and that ending is like the pinnacle of like f- the feeling of in gaming because a battle royale has so many different factors and ways you can just get fucked and third party and screwed. So like to survive is like intense. Yeah. But there's so much like, say there's a 30 minute game. The first like 25 minutes are pretty much just rotation and looting. Yeah. For the most part, if you watch like a Fortnite uh, competitive mode, that's like a, there's fight off spawn and then mid to late game, you know, not until the very end is where people are boxing up and fighting. Like the last minute is like insane. Yeah, um, I remember when I saw the first pro Fortnite event, it was just like th- there there was still like 20 teams or like, let me not over exaggerate. There were still probably like 11 teams alive at the end. Like they're fighting every single game ends with the circle completely enclosed over the entire map. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, and there's crazy builds going on. I'm like, there's like 40 people still alive and the game's over. Or the game's yep. almost like it's literally ending right now. I was like shocked that that's how it worked. That everybody just like rats up until the end to try to get those like placement points. So mm-hmm. like with BR, that could I could see that being incredibly boring to watch. Yeah, like and so like what I was saying with like single life games is there's so many more moments for that one person or you know the one v one is fucking intense because you can see both POVs you like every move matters you can see from both perspectives and you can see like their decision making how they take positioning 
like you can see if someone's weak, they clutch up and it's just like so intense. Like it really reminds me of like Halo and Gears days where Mm -hmm. like the intense 1v1s really just got people like going crazy and it's a controlled environment. There aren't any outside, you know, there's here's the map. This is how you're supposed to play. Here's our strategy. And we just outskill the other team because we decide, you know, the ecosystem, we decide what guns we take, we decide which abilities we're going to use. And like, there's this all this strategy of like saving up, spending, like how you're going to push. I think if there's so much strategy and it's, it's like a level playing field, that's what makes it so interesting because like the better team usually wins. Yeah, I, I definitely think it is more skill based. Um just there, there's a lot less luck fact like random variables involved mm-hmm. in luck factors um even like with the knowledge of working as a team and what you buy to start the round is huge yep. like maybe one person stacks up on grenades while the other person stacks up on shield batteries or something um whether or not you want to upgrade your sniper all the way to have the digital threat maybe like just there's just so many different ways that you can attack it and it's all on you and the only variable i guess is the um thing that drops the supply drop with the guns in it but even that like it Mm -hmm. tells you beforehand what's going to be in it it spawns it's i'm pretty sure it's a consistent spawn rate both teams have an equal shot at it it's just it is way more controlled and something that i really like in shooters like like what you said halo and gears or whatever from back in the day Mm -hmm. um i really i really really do like it as a mode yeah i'm excited to see like what they do with arena mode i saw a lot of people mentioning Okay, so one thing that's interesting about the mode is that they have the storm still. They still have the circle, so yeah. it pressures teams to not just camp and hold angles like in Valorant. Yeah, um, rounds are guaranteed to be short because they literally have to be. Yeah, exactly. So I like that. It makes it keeps you and the abilities really like the abilities in Apex are more about controlling, you know, your position or being able to rotate with them or zoning or you know whatever it may be. So movement like. In Valorant, you literally walk. Like, there's, you yeah. can't really, you can sprint, but like, you can't fucking aim if you sprint. In Apex, you can run, jump, wall jump, fucking side flip, McTwisty, mm-hmm. and like, still aim at people. Uh, well, Valorant so has like, walk and slow walk. Yeah. It, yeah it's crazy. Like, yeah. Like, the, the sprint button mm-hmm. in Valorant is walk slower. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's just like a totally different game. Yeah. So when it comes to like Apex, I think. A lot of people were mentioning how they should have like a def- a bomb diffuse because it would mm-hmm. like really pressure teams to, you know, make a move and have like an objective in the center. And I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, me too. I think it'd be cool to expand it um, for like the start for the launch. Just having a typical three v three is cool, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but there's no reason to just keep it that way forever. Um, depending on the mode, will definitely show like uh, different. Um, legends will shine depending on the mode yeah like it would be so easy to just like oh it's search and destroy we got to have gibby so we can throw an airstrike on it like for things like that it's because even now with the regular mode characters like maybe crypto and mirage possibly not maybe not mirage so much but there's just obviously weaker characters i think Mm -hmm. um but you could say the same thing with br i guess but they it seems like it's a little bit more balanced in the br mode um yeah that's the thing that affects the the arena mode like respawn apex's main focus is balancing the br so like you can't really have two different balances of characters you know what i mean like that would be too hard i feel like to balance a character for arena and balance them for br yeah i'm sure so it'll at least be in the back of their mind going forward with characters but like the first batch of characters, I'm sure they didn't really have arena mode in mind at all uh, when they were making them. So, but maybe now they kind of like, I, I doubt we'll ever see someone who's obvious like, oh, this is an arena mode um, ability. I doubt we'll ever right. see something like that. But yeah, I think you're right in the sense that it'll it'll always be BR first arena. Mm-hmm. We just have to make sure it's not broken in arena. Yeah, like... I've been seeing people talk about it and a lot of people saying lifeline. I watched a video on how broken lifeline is and Loba. Yeah. And they're insane. So yeah, I was playing uh, with tension and satire yesterday. We were, we went Mm -hmm. on a seven game win streak and I was lifeline the whole time. Mm -hmm. She's really good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, I think apex is, they're definitely doing the, the right moves. They're, they're testing the waters. They're trying new modes. I think, 
uh, when it comes to the new content. The bow is so, it's so fun. It's one of the most fun like weapons in the game. Uh, I just think like they wanted it to be like the main. Um, they wanted it to shine this season, at least at launch. So it's fucking OP as hell uh, right now because mm -hmm. the fire rate is really fast. The damage output is really fast. And if you combine those two, like people can literally just be holding an arrow like chart, like basically like they can have it pulled and they can just hold you in an area. Yeah. Like it, it's it's pretty OP right now. Like Valkyrie is really OP. She has like every ability in the game. Yeah, um, yeah, we were going over it yesterday on your stream, and she she's like the better version of three or four different characters. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So yeah, I, I'm sure we'll see some changes though. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I hope I hope they're not too quick on the nerfs. I don't think they will be because they never have been in the past. But it's only been one day, so I've I've seen it time and time again where a new character is introduced into a game and people are screaming she needs he they need to be nerfed today like. We just need to feel like she is super good. Don't get me wrong, but just figuring her out, feeling out the process of Valkyries being on the field. Like we need to give it time of for sure figuring out how to play against her. Same with the bow. And so they, I don't think they should just nerf her already. Um, I'm sure they have an eye on it because that's literally all you hear about her is how she, how strong she is. Um, but I think like go like for example when Dragon Ball Fighters came out everyone thought Goku Black was broken as fuck and he was like the strongest character in fighting game history and now he's not even like a high tier character he's like a B or C yeah. tier character like you just have to figure mm -hmm. out how to play against them um so we'll see I I I would be surprised if she forever stayed this good but I hope they give it time and they don't like panic nerf Yeah me too because what I was thinking about when you mentioned that is the same thing happened with Fuse Mm -hmm. uh just trying to play against his ult felt like impossible at the beginning and yeah he just felt like a really good character because he could stack grenades and he felt like one of the top characters in the game and people were running him and ranked but then once you figure him out then they're just like just another character so i mean i don't know it's different though with valkyrie because it's not like her abilities are confusing it's more of like she has so many things she can do yeah so many strong things she can do yeah, so, like, for one, her scan in the air is pretty much like having, like, hacks. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can dive and see where everyone in the map lands. For ranked, that's the most OP shit of all time. Yeah, yeah, that's a super good thing for ranked. And her ult. You can literally just have a, have a zip, all the t a redeploy zip all the time on you. Yep. Yeah, they so, have to be, and you can fly up pretty quickly. So, like, they have to be really. They have. To, I feel like the opposing team has to already be staring at you in order to kill you, because mm -hmm. that that could be their rebuttal. It's like, well, you have to sit there and charge it up so they can kill you while you're doing that, which is true. But you can fly up pretty quick, so they'd have to be like staring at you with like really good aim to actually prevent mm -hmm. you from leaving. And you can fly like very, very far. So you yeah. can be you can be totally gone from that team, and you can scan where everyone is, like what you were saying. So you, it's really easy to pick a safe spot, and then you can just heal up and continue on your way. Mm hmm. Yeah, she she's awesome though. I, I love her skins. The launch bundle that they released with her with the helmet. I have been debating about buying that for the past however many thirty six hours or whatever twenty four yeah. hours, but I'm not gonna get it because I know they're gonna come out with better skins. Um, but yeah, I, I think yesterday when we were playing even though like apex had all this like bs that was going on and terrible launch at the end of the day when we were playing i was like genuinely having so much fun and i felt like blissful like where i how i felt when we played like halo three back in the day in gears i was like i'm having so much fun this is what gaming should be yeah same that's yeah totally totally awesome. echo that at the end of the day even even during server mm. issues like I, I got lucky enough to where my main is wraith so i was a lot mm -hmm. we so many people were locked out of using any of the additional characters but i was still able to use wraith um but even we were playing like with 30 percent of the game on fucked up servers like yeah. taking forever to do anything none of our unlocks were going and i was still having a blast so mm -hmm. it would hopefully I'm sure it seems like it's we're like 95% there. They said that they're having some random hiccups with the servers every now and then, but it seems like uh, we're back at a almost normal spot. 
Um, so if we play tonight, which I hope we do, or just whenever the next time we play, it'll be great. And I think this season is we're in a really good spot. Casting characters is great. Olympus's new spot is really cool. World's yes. Edge is kind of back. It's back in ranked. <laughs> it'll be back next week in the regular rotation. Weapons are great. Triple take, I still don't think is a very good drop weapon. I hit somebody for no. like 12 with it yesterday. That <laughs> that was dumb. Uh, but other PK, than that, it feels great. amazing. Yeah, we got the PK oh. back, which is so, it's the best shotgun in the game still. Love it. Yes. Yep. Love it, love it, love it. And yeah, I just, like we talked about it yesterday. We are like, man, let's just record the pod while we play Apex. Like, mm-hmm. We were having so much fun. So. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% want to play tonight. Arena's mode. I like Arena's mode more than I thought I would. <laughs> Um, but, and I already thought I was going to like it a lot. I still think I like the battle royale more, but having an arena at all is, is awesome. It's, it's way more of a, just a pure like team V team person versus person game, which is great to me. Um, it's not perfect, but I like it a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's going to come like I think uh, when it comes to arena mode, it's going to bring so many fun memories and like intense and just like hype ass moments. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that mode is going to bring. Yeah. And um, we had hype moments uh, yesterday playing uh, me and the two other people I was playing with during our seven game win streak. And we weren't mm-hmm. even talking. It was just like, right. it, it was just fun and hype and like clutch moments, like what you were saying. And we are having good strategies finding teams that like you, you kind of figure out how a team plays like, okay, he, they've got this one guy that's going to send back with the bow. So you got to do this to counter that. And then just mm-hmm. adjusting from round to round is so cool. I hate always, I, I don't hate it, but I know, I know I always make fighting game comparisons and bring it up too much, but it's like fighting game shooter mode kind of thing. Like it's pure mm-hmm. like that. I love it. Yeah. Um, I agree. It's it's a blast, and I'm excited to see just the events they have. And uh, it looks like they're doing some some really cool skins uh, this month with AGL, ALGS. So, mm-hmm. gotta love the cosmetics. Yep. Bring them uh, on. Do, do you want to do some rapid fire now or community questions first? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do community cash questions. We have two good ones. Perfect. Uh, Q, Qbert, shout out to the Qbert. He wants, Qbert. To, he wants to know... If we were an ice cream, or if you, like you, or you're, you're your own and I'm my own, were an ice cream flavor, which one would you be? Okay, we should do ours and then each other's after. Oh, man. Okay. I think, I think I would, be, I would be French vanilla because I'm white, I'm white as fuck. I'm kind mm-hmm. of, I'm kind I'm pretty plain, you know, like I'm straight edge, just kind of like to keep to myself pretty, pretty bland, but I'm French vanilla, not because I'm French, but because it's a oui, little oui. bit better. <laughs> oui, oui. Uh, because the French vanilla gives it a little bit of extra flavor. And I think I've got like uh, my super nerdy, super invested into things bit that gives me a little bit more of an interesting tone than just like, I'm not pure vanilla. I got a little yeah. bit, a little bit. Gas extra yourself up. So yeah, French vanilla is my uh, answer. And I put a lot of I thought like into that. that. I like that. Thank uh, you. I was gonna at first say cookies and cream, but mm. I don't think I'm cookies and cream. I think. Why do you think cookies might, and cream would be in person form? Just someone that everyone likes, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, which I guess I could be that, but I don't know. Um, I would say something to do with I don't know the flavor though, but maybe like something with caramel, because mm. caramel, like I got the olive skin, um. I don't know. Caramel's just so good and so sweet, and it's like very smooth. And you you could be of the Ben and Jerry's Caramel Sutra because it's caramel, like Ooh. what you're saying, but it's also like a sex pun. Yes, yeah, so Ca- Caramel Sutra. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Wait, oh, dude, we we have to make a picture on social media where we Photoshop our faces on ice cream. I'm gonna yeah, do that. I'm down. Let me write that down. Oh man, am um, I gonna eat a Ben and Jerry's while I watch wrestling tonight? Tell me no. Yes. No. <laughs> yep. Fuck. GG's my eye. It's over, yep. It's over. It's a special event. <clears throat> All right, now for each other. Oh, man. I mean, uh, that's it. Like, I feel like we came up with the perfect answer. Um, hmm. Well, you did surprise yeah. me with the caramel. <clears throat> I didn't, I wasn't expecting yeah. the caramel. I was, tr- I was trying to think that's, let's see. Hmm. 
Man, I don't know why it feels like so much pressure. The first one that's coming to my mind is chocolate chip <clears throat> cookie dough for you, but I can't think of a reason why, but I also can't think of a better mm. one. People like chocolate chip cookie dough. It's definitely top tier ice cream. It has to be, right? Um, yeah, it's up there. There's not too there's not too much going on. You know, it's not like obnoxious. It, it has like mm. one thing that it does well. Um, but it's not just one thing, you know, it's not like just French vanilla. It's got chocolate chip pieces in it. It's got cookie dough in it. It's got your vanilla ice cream. I guess you could do a chocolate ice cream if you prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's versatile because the chocolate chip cookie dough, it doesn't say anything about vanilla in there. You could put chocolate chip cookie dough in chocolate ice cream, put it in mint ice cream. I don't know why you would, but you could actually mint chocolate chip sounds good. Yeah, it does. But yeah, I don't know. I guess that's why it's hard to make comparisons between people it's, and ice uh, cream, but that's what I got for you. I was going to say something like with vanilla for you too. Uh, I like the French vanilla. I was going to say like Superman, but I don't, ha- I don't have any reason mm-hmm. to why, but that's yeah. just what came into my mind. I, the only reason I would say something with vanilla is because of your like, um, like the way that you eat, like your food choices. Oh yeah. You're very like, very like uh i don't know you like this specific thing and that's your like you're in that box of what you like but you really like it yeah like cheese pizza chicken tenders like that type of stuff so that's why i was thinking like vanilla but vanilla just sounds like such an insult like dude if you want to really piss someone off say like go up to him be like if you were an ice cream you'd be vanilla and walk away dude mm-hmm. that would ruin someone's day yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean that's why, <laughs> that's why i gave myself i try to be self-conscious about myself and try to look at myself objectively so that's why i went with a french vanilla like it's a pretty i, I feel like that's that's a good one because i am pretty vanilla <laughs> as a person but I'm yeah. not i'm not all the way down there you do you do like croissants i get the french part I do. Croissants are really good. Mustache, dude. I had a. um, I didn't have it, but you know, have you seen those DiGiorno croissant pizzas? No, those look good. It's the crust is croissant bread. Oh my! Yeah, does that not sound amazing? Just, just put it in my grave, (laughs) (laughs) so Um, I can eat it. It sounds so good. I want it. Oh, that was a good question. I like it. Thank you, Hubert. Thanks, Hubert. We got one more viewer question from Becca. What's your favorite sea animal? Oh, Becca Beckery, I should say. That's And Justin is a Sicily MD on the old Twitters. Becca is Becca Beckery. Hit them up. They're good people. What's your favorite sea animal? Mm, do you have yours? I'll have to think about I, I, mine. The first one I thought of is a seahorse, just because I think seahorses are cool. <laughs> but like, they sperm a lot. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> that's, well, that's why they're my favorite. No, uh, mm. like seahorses, <laughs> seahorses look cool. I don't really have, like, I, I could list Wait. off a ton of land creatures that I, what? The seahorses is where the male can get pregnant. Oh, is it? Did are you they? know that? I yeah. Forgot. I feel like I did know that at one point I must have, but I forgot. I don't know. That's cool. We snaw. We snaw. Yeah, it's mystery. Mystery is the coolest sea, sea creature, but... Jellyfish are really cool. Obviously, whales and uh, sharks are terrifying. Actually, dude. All right. I think I discovered. Yeah. I think I discovered this like, I'm not scared of too many things. Sorry. I'm not scared of too many things, but I think I have an underlying fear of alligators and crocodiles that I Mm. never knew about until maybe just yesterday or today even. Um, Because thinking about all... uh, I've said this many times. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I almost never remember my dreams ever. Like I haven't had Mm -hmm. a nightmare or dream, like dreams that I can remember maybe once every few days or every few weeks, months. I don't know. I don't remember my dreams. But Hmm. yesterday in the discord, we were talking about this uh, turtle that was running away from this crocodile that was trying to eat him. So I was watching some alligator videos and all I'm thinking of, dude, these things look terrifying. Yeah, And I had a nightmare of an alligator last night (laughs) and I was thinking about it and I've had alligator nightmares in the past that I can actually still remember. And I've just, yeah. And I've just thought about like just throughout all these years, I've never once listed alligators and crocodiles as a fear of mine, but maybe it's just been there the whole time and I might actually be terrified of them. I mean, that's like normal to be afraid because they're literally dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah. And those things can (laughs) run, man. If an alligator wants you dead, it's over. Uh, But yeah, so that's just a little discovery I had of myself. uh, Maybe just today. 
Dude, how sick would it be to King Kong one of their jaws oh and just, God. ah, dude. See, that sounds, I wouldn't even try. Epic. There's no I would, way. Obviously not. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe oh. I, I've been thinking about trying it lately. New <laughs> hobby. <laughs> yeah, I'm an alligator. But like in those stories of people like sticking their head in alligators' mouths or whatever at the circus or whatever. Oh I have never, God. I've never once thought like, oh, that sounds cool. Or like if I was, if, if I was in a crowd at a circus and someone was doing that, I'd probably would look away and be like, this guy is dead. Yeah. So it's, that shit's scary. Yeah. So that would be your answer. No, uh, I think I'm, no, I think seahorse is my answer. Oh yeah. Seahorse. Yeah. Your favorite. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite sea creature animal um and dolphins are I think, amazing but seahorse i think octopuses are really cool because they're shaped so uniquely mm -hmm. uh they're, they're just so unique with the way that like they have you know the eight legs and like the way that they move they kind of like take their uh tentacles and kind of like flap them and then just like shoot like they accelerate really they're really interesting and then they they can like i saw this video of this octopus that was on a boat and it could like fucking basically it's like a it's like the closest thing we have to a, a pokemon ditto because it could like fit mm -hmm. through this crack the way it could like move its blood throughout its body and it would get really like it would change colors and go like really white so it could like it, i don't know it's it like was jelly you can like squeeze through there you mean? Yeah, yeah. It was some crazy shit. And I was like, damn, octopuses are badass. Yeah. They're great in hentai, too. Oh, my God, dude. A no, nine some? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I thought about I, I I was thinking I shouldn't say that, but it's all good. Um, no, it's that's our I brand. Don't, I don't want to shit on your answer because it's a great answer. Octopuses are cool. <clears throat> They're super Hentai's strong, great. too. Uh, mm -hmm. I just remember hearing, like, I, I don't have, like, a video example or something. I just always remember hearing that fact about octopuses are strong as fuck. Um, hmm. so that's cool. They've got an arm wrestle one. Got, <laughs> they can stick to shit. They can they can swim super fast. They can chill like outside of oh. water too. Yeah, they're pretty Dude. cool. Yeah, they could stick to the shower. You know how you like you stick the little basket up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the you could just stick an octopus up there. <laughs> yeah, you could hang like you could have a hold. You, you could have a hold your shampoo, your conditioner, your body wash, your loofah, and still <laughs> some have chicken and roast beef, a pizza, yeah. Dude, a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. That's, they're versatile. A pet octopus would be dope. That is crazy. All right. For one of my questions, do you want the Pokemon or the video game one? Video game. Okay. So, <clears throat> this is a question for you and the audience. If you had to pick, you get two games. You get a single player game and a multiplayer game for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. You could only play them for the rest of your life. You get one single player game and one multiplayer game. And the the trick is they both constantly get new updates and content and have a player base for the rest of time. Damn. What games would you pick? That's so intriguing. Yes. Um my multiplayer game of choice. So let's say, for example, let's say I pick Mortal Kombat. I have to it, that has to be Mortal Kombat single player only other. or multiplayer only. One right. or the other, yep. One or the okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, my multiplayer game of choice is Mortal Kombat. Uh, okay. it, it kills me taking Gears and Apex and games like that out of my life. But there's no mm -hmm. way I cannot have a fighting game in my life, and there's also no way I can only ever fight against the AI. Fuck that. Um, yeah. So my my multiplayer game is Mortal Kombat, and my single player game is God of War. Um, mm. just because. Uh, not the last of us no not the last of us because i never want to play a last of us game ever again even though can we clip that and the, ship that yeah i, I think i said this last <laughs> week too but yeah. um for, well, very well documented i never want to play a last of us game again even though it's my favorite game ever god of war's gameplay is more action-packed and fast-paced and combo-based and the enemies are, are can be more diverse i guess the last mm -hmm. of us has the infected but there's, I feel like there's just way more things you can do with the God of War to make them interesting. I've played like seven God of War games and I cannot wait for Ragnarok where mm -hmm. I don't even want Last of Us 3 to exist. So that's the yeah. di that's the difference there. Um, yeah, I think God of War. Or I know God of War is the answer. God of War and Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I'd be okay with that life. Yeah, that sounds like a 
like a great combo. Yeah, and they better bring Kratos back in Mortal yeah. Kombat too. <laughs> Just because why not? Yeah. <sighs> what about you? Single player, multiplayer. Um, with multiplayer game, I would probably go. Um, damn. Probably, I really want to say Gears, but I don't want to play Gears on mouse and keyboard because it's just, I mean, it's fine, but it's just not as rewarding as controller. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go back to controller. Like, I like mouse and keyboard. I like Kovaxing. I like aiming. Yeah. It's just way more fun. You can bind stuff. I would probably go Apex would be my multiplayer game. Especially now that they have uh, Arena. So you're not just like the mm-hmm. BR for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'd probably go Apex and... Because it has the second most, or it's like top five most hours in a game of all time for me. I would say probably like Bomberman, Fortnite, Gears 2, Gears. Ultimate Edition. And maybe Ultimate Edition. And then Apex are like my top five games of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Apex would be my multiplayer game. And single player game. Oh man, it's hard not to say God of War. Yeah, we can have the same answer there. It's just too good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see a, I don't see a better single player game for me. Constant updates with God of War Kratos. I'm in new armor every every week or month or update. Yes. New bosses, new story. Yeah, that that's uh, when you say constant updates, <laughs> you mean like, let's say God of War Ragnarok. So it's just God of War Ragnarok forever. Or is there going to get be like a sequel? And we're going to get those too. Or is it just the next God of War game is it, but we're going to have updates to it? We'll just say hypothetically in this world, it yeah. would update graphics and everything. Okay. Story. So yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. God of War is God an of easy War. <laughs> It's not even close. Yeah. I, I love hundreds and hundreds of games, but that's an easy answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be like the highest praise I can give a game. Yeah. It's so dude, the last of us was so I've never, I don't know if I've ever in my life had a for sure. This is my favorite game of all time until the last of us came out. So that's like the highest praise I could ever give something. And it still holds that title eight years later, but like just God of war is the fact that it's even almost there is nuts to me. So Mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, my question uh, off the top of your head, come up with a Mr. Beast style video for YouTube. Money is no object. What would you do? Um, I'd probably do something like money's not an option. Are like possibility? Like you can use can you, money, but like you're not can you're not confined <clears throat> to a budget. Like oh, I only have twenty thousand dollars, so it has to be that. Like you don't have to I worry would, about it. What I would do, there's a couple options you could do, but I guess like a cool one would be I, I bought the Pentagon and found out, you know, about Area 51 or like Damn. all the government secrets. That would be uh, like a billion view video. Easy. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's good. I didn't think about something like that. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Imagine it's- you get on YouTube tomorrow and you <laughs> see Mr. Beast's face over the Pentagon and it's just I bought the Pentagon. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would never watch oh a video goodness. so fast in my life. Yeah. It could be six hours long. Oh, wait, I'd be running to that video. Yep. I, I bought the Pentagon and we played hide and seek in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be dumb. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, what about you? Mine, mine would be, um, I flew five people to the moon and last one off the moon wins. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Cause oh, like, like that wants to go back home? Yeah. They yeah Damn. they can they can like chill on the moon or whatever and let's say like food isn't an option or like food is no <clears throat> problem like they can eat as long as they want but obviously there's no entertainment on the moon or whatever you're just like it's zero gravity or not zero gravity because there's some gravity on the moon but super low gravity I'm sure it feels weird up there you have to be in a suit the whole time it's just how long can you last on the moon I could see him doing something similar to that like a space station thing yeah like set like a, a room that simulates the moon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that would be probably the cheapest option. Or him sending people to this, the, like the space station that's like in oh, our orbit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. that going to the moon would suck because, like, imagine you're there for like, let's say, sixteen days, and you're like, "All right, I'm going home." Well, you still got a fucking like couple day trip or however long yeah. it takes to get back to Earth. So, like, that would suck. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to think about that too. <clears throat> it's like I'm almost breaking, and I still have to go yeah. back. 
Yeah. So I should probably just go now. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, people are, people are insane. There's going to be someone that could stay on the moon for like 30 days or something. Mm-hmm. Especially for Mr. Beast money. It'd be like for something like that, you'd have to give him like a million dollars or whatever. Million dollar oh, prize. Easy. Yeah. And then it would also be, it'd also be fun. Cause you know, he usually does like <clears throat> little games or something to keep it interesting throughout the whole video mm-hmm. too. So it'd be fun to think of something like that. Like what can we do on the moon? That's not moon exactly race. realistic on earth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That would be sick. Yeah. That'd be fun. All right, Mr. Beast. I want 1% equity of the video. Yeah. Oh, dude, that Actually would make 50. your life. <laughs> yeah. 1% would be fine. 1%. But. Yeah. I wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to t- retire off 1%, but you'd be able to set yourself up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, last question. Yep. All right. Which well, you, Pokemon, huh? Your last question. I still have one more. Oh, uh, sure. Which Pokemon do you think you could beat up and why? Uh, it's the first one that comes to mind. The first one that came to mind is Bidoof. Um, Bidoof. Bidoof. I love Bidoof, that name. Just because it's, it's one of my favorite named Pokemon. Uh, but he has like, uh, he's like a ground type. So he has intense ground attacks, but he's just mm-hmm. so like small and so doofy. Like mm-hmm. he, I feel like I could beat up a Bidoof if I had to. A Bidoof. Mm-hmm. Would you say Doof Doof as you punch him? Mm, probably, yeah. I'd, I'd have to like talk <laughs> to him. No, no, I, I wouldn't actually. I don't think, I'm, I'm not a shit talker at all. So I would like, I'd be like a silent fighter. I'd let You're my like respectfully, 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 respectfully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I respectfully beat that ass. Yup. A Bidoof, dude. We gotta mm-hmm. see that fight. Do we? Stadium versus <laughs> do Bidoof. We? Yes. Is that, a pay- Is that gonna do better numbers than Jake Paul? <clears throat> Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Uh, for me, I thought the first ones I thought of was like a Magikarp Ooh. and a Metapod, but a Metapod would be so annoying. Like your knuckles would be bleeding because this dude's just hardening. Yeah, I don't even know if you'd be able to beat one up. Like you just keep hardening. Yeah, like you would look like the winner, obviously, because you're the only one doing anything. But a punch to a Metapod would probably hurt you more than him. <laughs> yeah, he might win that fight. Actually, yeah, that'd be tough. I'd have to go Magikarp then. Yeah. He, he would splash me and it'd be like cute, but I'd whoop <laughs> yeah. his ass. So <laughs> yeah. like, sorry, fam. This is a fight. <laughs> you gotta go. They paid to watch. We got to end this somehow. Mm-hmm. And then don't piss him off. Just barely beat him though. Cause if you piss him off, he's about to turn into a Gyarados and yeah. <laughs> smoke you. Yeah. If he splashes me enough and he gets that XP dude, I'm mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah. He might turn into a red one. Oh my God. Yeah scary all right my, all right my last my last question is so you've you've said many times uh, you wish you could just like tie yourself down and watch a season of anime or whatever like and just like force it force it out of you and i i always yeah. say if you don't want to watch it then like why do you want to watch it basically like uh so what intrigues you about anime like why uh, why do you wish you watched it more <clears throat> This is more of just because, a question for you than for both of us. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just a, I honestly think it's just a lot cooler than regular TV shows. And there's so much you can do with it in the way that, like we talked in the Goofy Wise episode, like the metaphors that they can tell through a story and a character and just the dynamic of the story, the situation just like the way it's presented is such a unique and creative way. And then also anime does a thing where it's a, you know, you're watching a 2d, you know, pretty much like cartoon anime. Like it could be action. It could be drama. It could be whatever, but it doesn't feel like you're just watching an anime. It feels so real. And the, like the mass, like the masterminds behind the audio and animation make it feel so unique and interesting. And, um, I don't know. I just appreciate it a lot. Just, I think watching it with like a good headset makes me appreciate it. And it sounds dumb, but I think if I were to watch my first anime, just on a TV speakers that were terrible, it'd still be cool. But, um, the f- number one thing I noticed was the audio presentation and the, just the, the, the animations were insane. Yeah. That's why I think you might like so. Demon Slayer. It kills it in the audio and animation department. Yeah, so I guess it's just an appreciation for what goes on with like production. Yeah, that's cool. 
um because i, I agree 100 percent. and and anime i always feel like has some kind of hook to it you know like with mm-hmm. with like live action shows or whatever so many times it's like oh abc has a new show i bet it's a cop drama or whatever yeah but it's like like how i i just gave you the dr stone synopsis earlier which was maybe like what five sentences and it's like holy shit i want to see that that sounds cool like that sounds original mm-hmm. it sounds dope even if it even if it might oh it's kind of like that one show they end up going a totally different direction with it it's just way it seems to be just way more original and cooler ideas i think yeah and the animation is cool as it's cool as hell like there's there's many anime tropes that i dislike but there's way more that i do like and it's it's a lot of fun yeah man i yeah I i don't know it's just something about anime is so it's so cool to me i think because i really liked pokemon and the show pokemon when i was younger so mm-hmm. it's it's almost just like i was kind of i grew up with it and dragon ball z i watched a little bit of so in mm-hmm. avatar so yeah yeah I don't know. um it's fun to talk about too yeah it's so fun to talk about people and so many people mm-hmm. like it's so huge now or i guess it has mm-hmm. been for a long time but like it's because they're so deep or because of the metaphors or because of the interesting hooks or uh, so many, like the characters are so like animated usually um, Mm -hmm. they like emotionally animated. They like, there is so much to talk about, about them. Or if the stories go Mm -hmm. so deep, you can connect with people. Like people have definitely made friendships just off of like a similar anime uh, interest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that wraps up our show. I think it does. Do you want to wrap us up? Sure. I'll, I could take us home. Thank you all very much for listening to Chillin' for Our Lives episode 82. If you enjoyed what you just sat through, I hope you did. About an hour. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We have a brand new TikTok at C4OL Podcast. Hey. We're putting up some TikToks there. Breakouts from the episodes. Um, yep. Chopped up, cut up, clipped up. To hopefully make you laugh, put a smile on your face throughout the day. In the description too. Yep, it's going to be in the description below. We have a new YouTube channel. It's just if you, it'll be in the description as well. But if you search "Chilling for Our Lives" or C4OL, it should hopefully come up. You'll see our beautiful logo faces on there. So click on that. We've got breakout topics. We have clips like shorts, like the TikToks. Um, we might do original mm-hmm. stuff on there too. I guess we'll see in the future. We can do whatever we want with it. So please subscribe yep. to that. Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, questions, comments, or concerns, hit us up on the Storm Discord and the comments on Twitter, wherever you want. Watch us live stream. Follow us on Twitter. Everything. You guys know the drive. Everything. Keep listening. Review us on Apple. Share us with your friends. Keep being amazing. We love you all very much. And until next time, we will talk to you later.